0: Kelly Carlin and welcome to Waking from the American Dream. (laughs)
1: It's not a...
0: is me speaking to you. It's a miracle of miracle of miracles. It could be a baby Jesus miracle. As you know, that is my favorite kind of miracle. I do not like the older Jesus on the cross with the wounds in the hands thing. It's just a depressing kind of miracle. So, uh, yes, I am back. Uh, I believe our last show was May 24th. That was well in these days uh that was two thousand years ago basically (laughs) maybe three months but what three months we don't know three months after nine seconds we're dying for the next tweet to land in our fucking timeline so three months might as well have been three thousand years um been busy been very busy since i've been gone uh uh Well, I was um, writing a book, as most of you know, because that's what I was probably talking about the last time I was here. And the last time I was here, I'd only done one or two shows before that this year. So, yeah, I've been writing a book. And um, I was also – Uh, sweeping uh, a lot around the house, uh, you know, keeping the floors clean. Uh, Went to Scotland. That was lovely. That was very lovely. It was green and it didn't rain too much, which was nice. Uh, And then I collected a bunch of old tuna sandwiches because, I don't know, I just felt like that would be an interesting collection. I don't think anyone else is doing that. So uh, I'm thinking of starting a museum. It'll be an interesting kind of museum. And then I wrote some more of the book and – and I'm done with the book. Well, technically it's done. It's not really, a, it's a term that's not really, well, I'm done writing on blank pages. But then after that, you have to read the whole thing and then you have to edit and then you you get the notes from the editor and plus you're editing. And and so it's not quite done, done, but it's done. Um, and, uh, and then last week I had fun detaching myself from uh, the official George Carlin fan page group. I think that was the title I originally gave it. I don't know why I gave it that title. But um, that was really fun because I wanted to detach myself from this group a year ago because it had become some sort of ring of hell. I'm not quite sure which one. Uh, Dante wasn't clear on the Facebook groups which ring of hell they would have gone in. But we could probably do some research on that and figure out which ring they belong in. Um, So uh, about a year ago, I was going to detach myself from it. And then everyone's like, no, 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 don't leave. We'll be admins. So I got a bunch of admins and great people. I mean, there was a little infighting with the admins. Then I would get – see, See, I was trying to detach myself. And then I would get the notes in the middle of the night. Hey, so-and-so deleted so-and-so and there is so-and-so. And I'd be like, really? Now it's fucking kindergarten all over again. <clears throat> so I kind of went away and I wasn't paying attention to it. And then a few weeks ago, I, I went in and it was like, <laughs> what? The fuck is going on here? I go to other groups on Facebook, which is kind of what I like about Facebook. You can go to like the Jungian Depth Psychology Group or the Alan Watts Group or the... You know, uh, I wear a size five tennis shoe group. I mean, there's all sorts of groups, and um, they're really clear. Like they're clear, and you you see the stuff. And yes, yeah, some spam comes up, and they get rid of it right away. Oh no, not in the George Carlin group. The George Carlin group turned into some sort of free for all for people who a have no sense of humor, b have no sense of um, context or philosophy, and then they would just rant and rage uh, through their updates. Uh, trying to be like my dad, but um, hadn't worked 40 years on their craft or even 20 minutes on their particular bit. So it was um, a fucking nightmare. So I decided last week, I'm done. Not going to do this anymore. So I said to the group, I'd like to change the name. As long as I take the name official off, I'm good with it. You can be whatever you want. You people can go and just jerk off all you want. <laughs> Uh, so, and then I went to like the Google thing. How do you change the name of a Facebook group? And there was like, well, if you have over 250 members, you're screwed. Because it's Facebook. Uh, You can't change the name of a group with over 250 members. I had over 13,000 members. So I was like, okay, this is not going to work. So... Told the group, okay, everyone, um, go form your own groups. Go out. And people went and formed groups. There's like two or three great new groups out there. Great. Oh, this is wonderful, wonderful. And I just kept people, you know, please delete yourself because I'm, I'm going to be deleting you anyway on Sunday. So just go ahead, delete. And telling friends and everything like that and the week's going on. And, oh, and by the way, as the week's going on, I'm being called uh, a cunt. I'm being called politically correct. I'm being called a censor. I'm being calling, being, being called thin-skinned. Um More good times, more good times from the people. And the the fun part was, in the past, I was kind of... I was babying these people. I wasn't deleting people or blocking them or reporting them because I'm like, you know, I'm going to be – I'm going to err on the side of letting people say what they want to say. But boy, once I decided to close the group, it was like, oh, you're calling me a cunt? Bye-bye. We're <laughs> deleting you. Guess what? I am a censor right now. Fuck you. <laughs>
2: um,
0: my favorite was when the uh, – gen- well, some gentleman from a, uh, a European country, I believe, <clears throat> um, Decided to quote my father and let me know that I am just a genetic accident. And I I thanked him for that and then reminded him that I'm also the keeper of the sacred DNA, according to my father. So... That was a fun. That was like one of those moments where it was like, oh yeah, that's good. Okay. Uh, so anyway, after all that, Sunday night came around 9 p.m. and I'm thinking, oh, it's midnight on the East Coast, so I'm going to start deleting people on mass. I had people helping me delete. We deleted like 3,000 people. I'm on the I'm on the computer. It's awkward to delete on the computer because you got to do kind of left hand this hand that's I get on my iPad. I'm going oh, deleting much easier on the iPad. And then I go and I'm like oh, edit yeah, edit. Uh, Group settings or something on the iPad and everything. And then suddenly this little square pops up where it's like it looks like you could just move the cursor and erase the name of the group if you wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) And so I put the little cursor on the little name and I hit delete and the little word official disappeared. And I saved my changes and I went back on the computer and I checked and seen, oh, it's got a new name now. And I thought... Oh, isn't this beautiful? I've already deleted 4,000 people, and it's been such a fucking mindfuck all week. And uh, so it was beautiful. So I – oh, and I'd already changed the group to secret, which means uh, you can't find it. You can't find it online. You can't search for it because I didn't want anyone else applying to get in and shit like that. So I went back to the group. I'm like, okay, so the name has changed and um, I've deleted 4,000 people and uh, I've changed the description and I'm no longer an admin. Have fun. And, and it's secret and it's secret yes <laughs> no one can search for it so if you've already left you're fucked
2: <laughs> you're <right. laughs>
0: Wow. so um basically i'm really over it now and talk about learning to let go oh yeah completely let go of that it was great it was really good so uh that's my little tale of the facebook group um and it brings me great joy to say that i'm no longer a part of that and uh not running anything uh of that nature i've one like page for my dad that i'm in control of and and that's it because i'm tired of being in the social media george carlin business <clears throat> so uh that's that um i know obviously i don't have an essay this week i'm still writing the book is still in my head i i can't i can't write i can't write right now but um my brain, hopefully, or and the book will be done next week. My brain will be emptied out. Um, but I just wanted to catch you up on some of the things that have been going on the last three months in the world. Okay, so we got this new lovely group of people called ISIS who are beheading people and uh, strand, uh, pe- making Christians go up in mountains and, and taking over dams and um, – but they've got access to Final Cut Pro, so I don't know what that <laughs> means. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: so we have ISIS now. Uh, they've been busy all summer. Uh, the World Cup happened, as you all recall, and Brazil did not win. Um, Hobby Lobby uh, took legal control of all of their female employees' egg distribution this summer. That's that's a nice thing. Uh, King Juan Carlos of Spain abdicated, and no one cares. Um The Israelis and the Palestinians reignited their mutual love affair. The CIA admitted to spying on everyone, including the Senate. Really, like we, this was news. Um, Unfortunately, also another Malaysian airliner fell to the earth. Uh, Mind boggling. Um, Ferguson, the small town Ferguson, uh, the suburb of uh, St. Louis, uh, imploded because, um, once again, a young man, a black man was shot by a trigger happy white policeman and um and we lost some good friends uh Mr. Robin Williams is now hanging out with my dad in the afterlife and as of today uh Miss Joan Rivers is too uh so uh as someone was saying um the lineup is getting better in heaven. <laughs> if you're into the afterlife, uh, so uh, maybe the Puritans had it right. Maybe the afterlife is the way to go. Uh, so basically, my point is really nothing to be depressed about here. No, nothing at all. No, life's going good. I didn't even mention the fucking UN thing about the global warming because I can't do it. So, so you know, as um as is uh, our culture is, you know, likes to tell us, um, you know, it basically, there is nothing to be depressed about here because we just need to snap out of it. We need to pull ourselves up and and pull ourselves up, first of all, by our bootstraps, which I believe is physically impossible, we've determined. <laughs> um, and all you got to do is just brush yourself off and get on with your life. So uh, we're here today. My panel, my fabulous panel of Octagoners, my regulars, uh, my stalwarts, my ones who I lean on and who we all lean on each other, uh, on my immediate left is Mr. Dylan Brody. Welcome, Dylan.
3: Thank you very much for having me, Kelly.
0: My pleasure. I thought of depression. I immediately thought of you, Dylan. Well, as you may or may not know, (laughs) Kelly,
3: I've written an entire book dedicated toward helping you get the most out of your depression, (laughs) reach your lowest possible lows and your darkest possible blues. (laughs) I have published what is the opposite of a self-help book because I feel... Is
0: it a self-harm book? I don't describe it that way for litigious reasons.
3: Uh, I fear that by naming it that, I would imply that I am promoting things that I am right. not. I do not, of I not. do not suggest that anybody commit suicide, because that would end and ruin a perfectly good depression. Co- yes, that could probably get deeper. Well said. If you can just, if you can just continue to review lists like the one you read us a moment ago. <laughs> yes. Oh, and the Pacific Ocean is radioactive, right. and uh, they're checking. Random college students for Ebola if they went home over the summer. <laughs> right. I, oh. you know, <laughs> if, as long as you can keep track of all of these See, things.
0: Forgot Ebola. Wow, how did Ebola not make my sadder. list? A shocking.
3: Wow. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm afraid I might have a touch of the Ebola myself. Oh, that's okay. Gonna, it's a little bit. I've got a later. Tums here if you oh, need good. it. Oh, yeah, good. That'll be fine. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, yes, uh, welcome. And, yes, and actually Dylan was serious. He did write a book about yes. this.
3: For the, the month of September, all of my royalties are going to mind a UK-based charity dealing with mental health and depression. Can I tell you why that is? Yes. Can I tell you this? Because this is like the saddest story you will ever hear. And Excellent. I think
0: It'll just add. Just put it on the pile.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: Robin Williams died, and I barely knew him. Mm-hmm. And I felt very close to him for reasons that I won't go into. So I got to speak at the comedy store uh, at his uh, memorial. And uh, I was called to do some radio interviews because I mentioned in my blog that I felt very close to him when he died. And so I've been starting all these radio interviews with – I didn't actually know Robin Williams. Because when you – you want to be on the air when you disappoint somebody terribly (laughs) at the start of a conversation. For sure. And then I have to say, no, no. Can we just talk about depression, though? Can we please just – and – then my PR guy and my manager had a conversation because there is no tragedy in Hollywood that cannot be strategized. <laughs> So I became one of Hollywood's little satanistas. And now they're saying, okay, we got you on another one to talk about depression. And I would get on the radio with someone in Cincinnati and I would say, Hi, yeah, no, I didn't actually know Robin. I'm, can we talk about depression, please? But now I know why I'm doing it. So while I'm not mentioning the book, I'm doing these heartfelt pleas to people to take care of you, get help, seek out help. And meanwhile, internally, the evil bastard part of me that has dreams of avarice is going, He hasn't mentioned the name of my book yet. When is this? (laughs) I'm going to mention the title of my book during this interview. So now I'm into this spiral of self-loathing. So I called the publisher and I said, all of my profits, all of my royalties for September have to go to a charity that's about this because I'm making myself crazy. I love it. Because I'm doing these interviews and I'm thinking about money and it's not right. I hate myself and kill me. And he said, no problem. In fact, we will contribute our profits as well. And I said, great. And I called my agent and I said... Okay, I I had to do it. I'm sorry. I know it's gonna lose you a little bit of money too, but all the royalties for September are going straight to mind, mm-hmm. this UK-based group. And he said, Dylan, that is the most brilliant marketing thing I've ever heard <laughs> <ever laughs> of. And I just I I just I collapsed inward. I am living in the the all of the darkness of the planet yeah. has manifested in the corner of my office, and mm. I'm calling my guy a guy. Listen, am I just allowed to up my dosage? Just a quarter Mm -hmm. pill a night. Just Mm -hmm. a quarter pill a night to Mm -hmm. stave this off. Mm -hmm. Um, So all of my profits are going there, and I will continue to talk about the book, and I'll continue to try to have a sense of humor about it all. And I I am not going to kill myself, but I may well think about it.
0: Okay. Well, I'm glad you're here today, then. Sorry, I got worked up. No, it's good. And that's why we're here. Because part of why we're here is because they're actual like us people who suffer from this and who are out there and so we're here to have some fun with it today and we're here to talk seriously about it just like we do on this show all the time so i'm thrilled you're here today Dylan. thank you yes and uh on dylan's uh, immediate left is mr chris bono hello hello darling hi how are you
4: i'm um all right yeah i was okay until i heard dylan's story. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I haven't looked into medication. Once tried Wellbutrin and quit smoking.
2: Uh, but I oh. ended up being the happiest
4: <laughs> smoker ever. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is the best thing in the world. I
2: understand what the French were all about. <laughs>
4: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) oh
0: my god that's fucking brilliant that's (laughs) uh, hysterical uh, oh yeah well good well i'm glad you're here today
4: and thank you glad to be here as well uh my publicist has not introduced himself to me yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, my agent. But uh, in the meantime, just floundering around like an artist in my new apartment, which I'm very grateful to a lot of people in the community came yes, out to help me. Yes, the spiders are gone. I have healed up feet, and I'm walking around on my own without uh, adult assistance or people <laughs> encouraging or even me. Why is... don't you go take a walk? <laughs> because I'm in pain for eight years now. <laughs> now you're not. Now now it's like, well, what are you doing? I'm walking. I can't talk to you. I <laughs> busy. Have to walk. I'm busy. Excuse me while I walk. I'm busy. Okay, I'm done. Cause just you know, you go to the car and come and back. back. <laughs> but I'm fine. Glad to be here. It's like w- great to be back with the you know the group. Oh, and yeah. This room full of uh, of uh, instruments. And
0: yeah, we're here in the hut in West Hollywood today. We're not in the normal uh, Poly Mine studio and. Uh, and our our table only has four sides, but I'm sure there's at least eight perspectives in this room, so we'll be fine. We'll, <laughs> sure, we'll, the yeah. table doesn't have to be <laughs> eight sided.
4: I've stopped uh, silencing the voices.
0: So. Oh, perfect! Just let them
4: do. Let them go.
0: Who <laughs> <So laughs> are you? <laughs> I, none of your business.
4: It's <laughs> <Just> whatever. <laughs> I'm allowed. It's okay. Oh,
0: and it's okay here, of course.
4: Tell me if there are too many, because we can get a, just keep it at eight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, if we have to start like really numbering them, maybe, maybe it'll be a little too much
3: Then that. Well, then me,
4: all three of us. Name the characters. Name all the characters. What's your name? I hadn't heard that character. He had a little bit of this going in there. Name, he little, in there. name. Yeah.
0: little He's a little crazy shuddering <laughs> evil kind of a guy. Uh, and uh, on Mr. Chris's uh, left and straight across from me is the uh, Mr. Uh, fabulous Rick Overton, everyone.
5: Hey, thank you, Kelly. And, uh, you know, This is the face I keep on when I'm trying to just keep on. (laughs) Like I didn't have enough of a ton of bricks hitting me. Yeah. Hey, guess what happened next? Guess what? Oh, another dear friend. Yeah, I know. Let's head off to the beyond. So... I just keep sharking ahead. Yes. And sharking is when you just don't stop to breathe or sleep and you just let your eyes go dull and black. Yes. <laughs> and roll up into the back of your head. No, that it, it means uh, stay in motion forward instead yeah. of really sit with it. Because uh, when I sit with Robin's death mm. for too long, mm. it hits me so hard I don't want it to hit that hard. Yeah. So, But you've got a buildup of all this other energy you got to deal with the entire time. And so what I find myself doing is – Uh, Checking on other friends who were very close. Mm And so Mm -hmm. there are other buddies that. Also, yep, have had a sustained, a uh, terrible blow because of how well they knew him, and I mean, we just sort of network and talk with each other. That's great, and I find that helping other people sort of helps me get through it too because I'm giving them good advice for me.
0: Yeah, and your and your mind is hearing that. Your mind I is can hearing... hear
5: it while I'm saying it. Absolutely, yeah, I better mm-hmm. better follow up and do that myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that sure it helps a lot. Yep, sleeping and eating and reaching out and and yeah, thank God for community. I mean, because that is. Oh, uh,
3: community's been canceled. I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I'm adding it to my fucking list. Chevy Chase was a real jerk.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, you know, I, I knew I was going to do a show starting in September. And I was like, I don't know what the fucking show's going to be about. I, you know, we collected you guys. I'm like, yeah, we're going to have a show next week. And then I thought, you know what? Let's just dive right let's in. Let's do it. Let's just dive into the fucking deep end. And, uh, you know, everyone's talking about dark times. And, and it's been a really dark month for those of us who who knew Robin personally and also knew him you know peripherally and knew him through his, the culture I mean it's he's one of those guys that went that really affected a lot of people, you know, I, I I remember after my dad died, people telling me, I d- I've never cried when a celebrity died before. And I, s- I heard a lot of that last month, too, you know, f- about Robin. So it just it hit on a really dark level, deep level. And um, so I thought we would we would talk about this this subject. And um, depression is part of it. But I want to, I want to kind of give the full list of kind of different, there's different shades of gray here. Uh, depression, Sadness, melancholy, grief, the dark night of the soul, ennui is even a part of it. Um, and despair, you know, could be probably the deepest and darkest of that gray or that black.
5: And walking shock.
0: And oh, walking shock, yeah. yeah Where well, you that's- think
5: you've got your day to day and your ho hum and your lists of things. But when you look at your face in the mirror, your eyes aren't. Doing the normal mm-hmm. thing,
0: mm-hmm. you're
5: kind of running on a, a third of yourself, and there's a bunch of you that's blank. Yeah, systems are down.
0: Yeah, yeah. You
5: don't completely reboot from this thing. It's like you dumped your laptop down a flight of stairs. You know.
0: Yep, yep. And and there's a and there's you know, <coughs> bless you. Um, there's <clears throat> there's 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 so many different ways this shows up. I mean, I know for me. Um, uh, sleeping becomes something that I really like. I could fall asleep. I, for me, sleeping has always been like if I know I'm going to sleep all day, then I depression is,
2: mm-hmm. is
0: upon me, you know. And um, mm-hmm. and it was it was it was hitting me a little bit today. I mean, it's there's been so much weird grief going on, and then just like the, even just like something like as joyous as finishing my book. Which is supposed to be this joyful, great thing, but it's a finishing of something, you know, and I'm saying goodbye to this huge story of my life, you know, so that's that's feeding it also for me. And I, I felt today, it was like one o'clock and I was getting ready to come in. I'm like, I could, my eyes just wanted to shut. And I just wanted to go. I just wanted to go to sleep forever. <laughs>
3: Well, for, first of all, if you want to get a good depression, mm-hmm. the first thing you should do is skew your sleep. Yes. Because it, 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 not only do you feel that heaviness all day that just keeps dragging you <laughs> right. to your bed, mm-hmm. but then also you need to stay up late at night so you're aware that you are now messing up the next day. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's nothing you can get done for your own life. All you can do is tweet and Facebook because the people you could do business with are fast asleep somewhere. They have an actual day. <laughs> right. So then you can wow. curse yourself for not doing being awake during the hours when you could get things done. Oh,
0: the, those... It's a really good, a
3: good way to support the depression. It
0: reminds me of the cocaine days oh, when yeah. you'd be up because you've been up. You've been up a long time and you're up again and it's daylight, daybreak, 6.30, 7, 7.30 and you start hearing car doors opening and closing because people are getting in them to go to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're right. going to go do productive things and you're sitting there like, I hate myself, I hate my life, I hate everything. We used to call that the other nine to five. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's, it's when you hear those first birds in the morning that you oh, sort of wake up and say, birds. are you still up?
0: Oh. <laughs> and they're, and they're pointing right. fingers right. at you. <laughs> Not just saying it, they're pointing yeah, fingers what, at you. Right, a few of those birds? You <laughs> haven't slept. Angry have, birds. have the same clothes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, so one of the things I wanted to, to mention about this is kind of create some cultural context is here in America, um, even though depression is pretty much epidemic in our culture. I think the reason it is epidemic is because we're not allowed to be depressed. Mm -hmm. We're not allowed to be unproductive. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: We're not allowed to be anything but rocketing towards success. Um, Our our economy can do nothing but grow. And uh, if technology isn't pushing us forward in some exponential way, something is seriously wrong there's a lot of growth, momentum, success, light, Christ stuff going on in this culture from day one, from day one. And um, so uh, being someone who might, uh, you know, I'm a, being a, a Jungian depth psychologist, we hold depression in a very different way. I mean, obviously, if you are full of despair and darkness and you are having serious suicidal ideation and, and, and serious problems and cannot function at all, medication, hospitalization, even um, the brain, uh, what the hell is it called? Electric shock therapy, which I know two people, two friends of mine who had deep depression did it and it saved and changed their life. I like it that as you described
4: that, you
3: did a gesture that looked like salad
4: times
0: <laughs> I meant like. <laughs> Electrical prongs on the head. Dylan,
4: you haven't seen films of what they're doing now with electroshock
5: therapy? Yes, we are going to lightly toss your brain.
0: Please pass the tongs. They can do amazing stuff with Thousand Island dressing these days (laughs) that you did not know, I bet. Brain
5: solitude, jury. (laughs) We're going
0: to toss your brain. Uh, So, um, in depth psychology, one of the things we like to do with clients who, who Present with depression. That's my theoretical word there. I, <laughs> I went to school for that, so I put that word in that sentence. Is to is to be curious about the depression, um, and to really ask, you know, why is this showing up in your life and why now? Um, I mean, obviously, somebody, some people have a just you know predisposition, genetic kind of a thing, and stuff like that, but. Really like, you know, like hosting the space for this thing. Why why suddenly can't you get out of bed? Or why are you unproductive? And what's underneath that? You know, I mean, a lot of midlife stuff comes up. I mean, I, I just turning 50, just the last year and being 51 this year, it's like there's a lot of fucking shit you face in midlife. Like, you know, mortality, fun shit like that. Um, and so, and one of the things, you know, that current – modern psychiatry is. It's all about, you know, getting people normal again and functioning. And and there's there's uh, obviously normal and functioning is important. But, um, you know, what would it be like if our culture, like I was reading this guy today, uh, Thomas Moore, and he talked about what if people made public buildings. You know, there's like all these communal spaces where you go to be with community. What if there were like, little isolation nooks where if you know, you don't want to be with anybody, but you need to go and be by yourself and contemplate and have some stillness and some silence in the corporate atmosphere, you know, how would the world be different then? So, so I just I wanted to bring some context to this that it's like, you know, you may be depressed because the world is insane, actually. And this culture is always pushing you forward to do more, buy more, eat more, sell more. And sometimes people just need to fucking take a nap. Well, yes. I am gonna. I have to
3: drop my whole, uh, I am in favor of depression and urge you to find your deepest one persona for a moment. Because that's, you know, that's the book and it's what it's about. But... Uh, since I wrote that book, I've thought about this a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the lies depression tells us in order to support its own life yes, is that uh, somehow it is valid and it is right. And it, you're, you're not depressed because of anything chemical. You're depressed because things in the world are awful. So you should take a nap. You might just need to take a nap. Mm-hmm. And then you're continuing to be depressed and nothing is getting done to help the world be less awful. hmm um, for a long time, I thought if I medicate, I will lose my political passion. I will lose my ability to be funny. I'm going to – all of this is going to go away if, I, if I'm normalized, if I'm able to function properly. I won't right. be, have anything to be depressed about. Right. And <laughs> you'll, you'll,
0: you'll lose the juice of creativity. Exactly. Right, right. Yes. That, it's a huge fear of I artists. think that
3: is, first of all, a lie that depression tells. And yes. secondly, a psychic mistaking of a correlation for a causality. Mm-hmm. I think people who are creative tend to be the same people who get depressed. I don't think the depression causes the creativity. And I don't hear anybody saying, you know, I'm tired of being depressed. I should just stop being so damn creative. That would solve that problem. <laughs> exactly. you know, we just created this random causality between yeah. two things that happen in a lot of the same people. Yeah. And once I got relatively undepressed, and believe me, I still have bouts. Sure. I and mean, this month has been horrific for me and weirdly like everybody I know. Yeah, But – um now that I'm not constantly depressed, I'm not immobilized. Yes, it's so, essential. Mm. It, you know, I used to think everything was just shit and there is nothing I can do about it. Mm. And now I get up every morning and I go, everything is shit, but oh, God, I got this guy I can call that I can maybe get this article out about it and I've done at least something about it today. Yep. And then I can enjoy it when my dog looks at me instead of thinking, oh, yeah, he's going to have arthritis and die someday <laughs> because that's how depression... Everything is through that shit-colored lens.
0: Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And I think the um, the valence I wanted to talk about was a, a lot of what can happen is, is people think, what's wrong with me with the depression? What's wrong with me? Why aren't I... And 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 I, kind of the bigger the bigger kind of stage I was painting there was that um, you know there's been a, a hundred years of therapy and people are still depressed you know it's like the, the world is a weird place to be in it's not a very soulful place most of the time the 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 industrial age kind of took the soul you know humans have been doing a certain thing for you know, however long civilization has been around, let's say 10,000 years or something like that. And in the last 250 years, humans got pulled off of the the land and put into buildings and, you know, started putting widgets into wadgets, you know. And um, so there's there's something about, like, the soulfulness of life being drained out of us a little bit, and there's some depression around that. It's
5: all from renaming it. It's Mm. slavery. If you compare what the CEO makes to what, the average employee in the building makes. They've just made plastic, vacuum form dazzling terrarium sets for the <laughs> slaves to go back into. So they think that they – and they're calling yeah. it these different classes. The fact that we're told we're in a class yeah. is – one of the most un-American things imaginable—that we're middle class. Mm. The whole point of America was no class, mm-hmm. and we oh, wanted we no
3: a class. Sir. That's <laughs> absolutely true. Oh yes, well then
5: you can suck my cock. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was just gonna
4: say I was wearing mixed mismatched socks. <laughs> How, dare <laughs>
3: yeah, I, uh, How dare you! How dare you! Because I like it. Chris Bono, always more concerned with the soles of his feet
4: than the fate of his soul. Yeah, I mean, you know, I trust it all work itself out, Dylan.
5: <laughs> the gentleman will yield. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I and there's something about meaning. Like, when you're in a depression, you can't find any meaning. You search, and you, like, and you think, well, boy... You look you look at your calendar and you're like boy 10 months ago look what I was doing
4: it's a dullness
0: yes yeah I'm <clears throat> like
4: yeah oh, what's the point you know? yeah
0: it's like there's nothing stays like you you put something on the wall and it just falls off you can't find the meaning anywhere and and I and you know and I think that's part of the gift of um you know like when they talk about the dark night of the soul, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of That's when Batman, right? yeah,
4: shows up, shows up spiritually inside you.
0: <laughs> yes, ex- exactly. I'm from your soul. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? Why, Saul, so? why are you using a
4: zipline? <laughs> Come with me. <laughs> Open the back gate door. I don't know what part of you it is. I'm going to drug you now.
3: What?
0: <laughs> I thought you were a good guy. <laughs> I walked the line. <laughs> I like the Batman. Um, I guess because I'm a dark
4: person. What about the Green Lantern of the Soul? <laughs> That's right. what wow. I'm looking for. I think the Green Lantern. Or the, the Spider
0: Man <laughs> of the Soul. The Spider Man. Yeah. Mm. Right. yeah, I don't know. No, it was a no, bad tangent. No, no. Off we go. What's Up. next on the list? <laughs> the problem with the
2: Green Lantern of
3: the Soul is that it has no uh, power at all over the yellows of the soul. I know. <laughs> Anything yellow his soul is. Archenemy. I am as much of a dork as I pretend to be hey. on stage. <laughs> cool, it just originally, the Lantern wars originally it would just not work on wood things of the soul. But yeah. later it became yellow.
0: <laughs> I don't know the ins and outs of the Green Lantern's mythology. Uh, the original Green
3: Lantern had a green power ring that wouldn't work on anything made out of wood. Really? Yes. And then uh, somebody at DC Comics said, Why that's idiotic <laughs> And now he changed that. And now it won't work on anything
5: <laughs> yellow.
0: Oh, because yellow is so much more logical than wood.
5: They haven't come up with an app for that. For, <laughs> <us. No laughs> for his ring. It has no effect on Carl Rove. <laughs> <laughs>
0: or yield signs. Um, yeah. So, but do you think there's a purpose to depression?
4: I think it's a break from enjoying yourself. Hmm. So <laughs> I mean, that can be very stressful. <laughs> Yeah. Stressful, you know everything's fine, everything blah, 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 blah. and then there's the shoe dropping thing. Like, ah. well, when's gonna have to... Ah. <laughs> oh, the, you know, the, 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 yeah. the, the montage of the laughter and the drinking and the glasses and women and the, <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly it's like, oh god, <laughs> it's finally it's quiet. Yeah, uh. I can't do anything. Yeah, I don't like me. So you can take anything. the mask off. You take it off a little bit, breathe. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, it really, can't, I mean, it, it, it's, it's strange because you can get into, into negative spiral thinking like when you for sure when you were saying about like why you know like your mind this is an anthony robbins technique, legend. when i heard it from them <laughs> but your mind is a computer and it will give you as many answers as it can come up with Fuck yeah. to the why question yeah and why will then convince you that you're shit mm-hmm. and that all of it's like was it should i be yes you mm-hmm. should until mm-hmm. you turn the question around, mm-hmm. like if you can steer yourself to what can I do to change, it, or what actions can I take, or mm-hmm. what you know, knowing what I, knowing what's going on, what can I do now,
2: mm-hmm.
4: you know? But God, the the you know, the mind's so delicate; it can just go off in that that yeah, hardcore finality, which... for
0: sure. And and I and I don't think I'm talking about the you know the 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 spiraling into despair where you're like you know let's put this person in the hospital because they're going to you know don't I'm sorry to sh-
4: my, don't my child objects around gonna... them
0: I'm I... spiraling downward like Larry flint <laughs> no, at the Guggenheim <laughs>
4: damn jillena <laughs> 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 i almost kissed you for that joke <laughs> what is you, pictured... you
3: told that joke
0: before i just pictured his gold plated okay, wheelchair no wonder, just, no just i just i just like to imagine,
3: by... i just like to imagine him looking at the art <laughs> as he goes by. oh my god <laughs> that's awesome. not going to play on the air but wheeled over. Sure. <laughs> it looks funny in here. It was
0: good. We, we laughed.
3: tracers on Van
4: Gogh. Van Gogh has well, tracers
0: I mean, I, could, <laughs> I know for me impression. that like, in my first marriage, when I was depressed, it was like, that was important for me, because then I realized, well, something needs to change. Yeah. I think depression can lead to Something needs to change in your life also. It doesn't have to lead to the, the despair and weeping in the corner.
5: Especially when you're noticing something that's depressing. Yeah. And our culture wants you to stop acting like depressing things are depressing. Yes. And that's the big Difference, and that's where the doctor is given a kickback to hand you out the new pill because they <laughs> haven't tested it out. So guess who the guinea pig is?
4: Mm. America.
5: Yeah, and America. Uh, so they're 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 over prescribing because of the profit margin. Because if you yeah. go through a yellow pages, if there is still one, look how many doctors there aren't enough fucking sick people anywhere for one town's amount of I doctors. I still
3: use the yellow pages.
5: Wow. I'm so depressed. <laughs> ah.
0: <laughs> I get them every year, and I put them in a cabinet, and don't know where they are, and don't look at them.
4: Every, yeah, every yeah. so often, I get to see television. Yes, you know, the and then yes. catch those commercials. You yes. know, when I know it's been around, the joke's been around for quite a while now. Where they are legally um, bound to. Tell you the side, the bad side effects. Yes. And they are so, so, so tumultuous. So many, so many. There's a lot of them. What? and <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Oh, but it's a, it, it, it's a bro big dang, dangdian, so, It's an expansive <laughs> universe yes. of no. And it's weird because it becomes like just from a primal, like just primitive, yeah. instinctive, what, what, what am I getting from this? Right. It's like, no, no, no. Common sense, no. Don't want to murder a dog. That, my tongue will, will not go back into my brain because yeah. of, no, no, no. And then they go, I feel better. Like, one person tosses in the I feel better or or uh, be sure to try it. Try it. Yeah. Like, why the fuck would I want to try it? Yeah. Why? And,
0: and, and here's the thing. It's like, uh, there are some of those pills that... Um one of the side effects is suicidal ideation. Oh, there's a lot of them. That's what with really that. confuses me. Well, yeah, I, especially, especially the I emotional to, ones. I have
4: to sort of step in on no, this. No, no, please do I'm pro-pills.
0: I'm pro, pills. I mean, I'm pro one pills.
4: person in a test lab, right? Maybe like a certain percentage of people had suicidal ideation from when they no. took the pill. Well, for, so it's associative.
3: Specific. Okay, let me deal with that specific for a second. But I've got, I've got to take the side of pro-medication on pro this because am not saved my I'm,
5: life. But you agree it's over-prescribed. It's over-prescribed. That's where I draw the sure line. I've had friends um, that have rescued they go okay but the system that it doles it out um, with is not yeah, a good know, system and it really really Lost really a lot completely. of people to how it's given out
3: and children but the suicidal ideation Children's.
5: thing is this
3: yeah there is a level of depression at which one is so depressed mm-hmm. that one is immobilized yes. right frightened and spiraling and unhappy yes. yes and then some of the medications will make you feel good make enough make one feel just active enough so
0: that you can make a to plan to pick
3: up the razor blade. Uh,
0: absolutely. yeah.
3: It's, it's like literally, <coughs> oh, wait, there is something I can do to end this. And it, and it, well, it happens within the first wow. couple of weeks of and taking in, and it. In the tra- and, then, wow. and
0: in the training as a therapist, one of the things you were told to look out for with depressed patients were let's say you had a severely depressed patient, and then suddenly they came in and their mood has lightened Uh-oh. a lot. Oh. And this usually means because they've made the choice and they're making plans and they're getting their affairs in order and they're going to go and do it in the next one or two weeks.
3: Yeah. Really? I, yes. Let me, can I just take a re- what I know is a really unpopular stance Please. and is not intended as a joke and is not connected to my book. Uh, it well, is. But, it, no, don't. Uh, don't. All right. It just my soul hurts too much now. <laughs> um, but thank you. But no. Um. I think you know I would be the first person to jump on the opportunity for self promotion. I, uh, I am not inherently morally opposed to suicide. Mm. Um, I don't think. I think if somebody is in great pain from cancer mm-hmm. and yeah, has been well, through difficult. a couple of treatments and is back in and finds out that it's come back, and they say to their loved ones, you know, it's time to just let me go. Mm-hmm. And then they fade off without treatment into the nether nothing. They have given up an unnecessary fight and reach their end and they're done. And there's nothing wrong with that. And whether the pain is psychic or physical, once the pain is bad enough to outweigh the natural instinct for survival, Mm. anyone who then has the guts to do what they need to do to stop that pain is a fucking hero to me. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, and the thing is, is that depression isn't... You know, I see suicide as a long-term solution for a potentially short-term problem because depression can cycle in and out. There are ways to deal with depression uh, that uh, are extreme and yet do help people. Like I said, I had two friends who's done electric shock therapy, and it was really terrifying for them to make that choice because they didn't know the outcome of it, completely turned their lives around. I mean to the point where I, it's it's a miracle. One of my famous baby Jesus miracles. And um so that's the scary thing about suicide is that in the moment because really I think what that choice is about in the moment is a it's about pain relief. And b it's about it's about believing that there will be some sort of it's a hope for change. It's because that's what pain relief is about—a hope for change. Um, unfortunately, the person doesn't get to stick around for the change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's the scary part. And I'm not morally opposed to suicide, I'm, or you know, euthanasia, or any. I mean, I really believe that if people are in severe physical pain and have yeah, it's a terminal, real, I mean, there's, there's that's a huge a personal, dis- yeah. yeah, there's a
5: huge distinction between yeah. acknowledgement of actual tangible fact and having your psyche expand smaller things to make them appear much worse than yes. they actually are yes. physically mm-hmm. in the outer realm of your world that everyone else is looking at.
0: Right, right.
5: And so uh, it's the one where the imagination creeps in and starts whispering its own agenda and overlapping what the data your eyes are feeding you.
0: And that's why you were talking earlier about you know community and connecting with people while you're going through this difficult time, Rick, is so essential because – outside points of view perspectives are the ones that'll say to you hey hey rick remember it's not that bad you got a b and c going mm-hmm. on you got the, and you're mm-hmm. like and you have to kind of be shaken out of it a little bit to be like oh yeah that's right it isn't my world is not this fucking micron dot that i think it is now it's way bigger than that and mm-hmm. and we have to just Sometimes be yanked out of that small zone. Yes. By and and it, and
5: it, it's the opposite of the response to grie- it, grieving. Yes. Yeah. A grieving is uh, when people say, "Are you okay?" And I say, "I'm very healthy. This is me saving my life."
0: Yes. Yeah.
5: I know how this mechanism works. Not doing this is a mistake.
0: Right. Right.
5: Doing this is good for me. And uh, mm-hmm. anyone that uh, who's passed on that loved me would want me to at least you know have this. Yep. Uh, yep. You do yourself a huge favor when you do it. Yep. You, enormous mistake to not do it. You will pay badly later for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
5: So and I know I'm sharking ahead, but when I'm about to go to sleep every night, Mm. And I look at a picture. Uh, I'll I'll leaf through on Facebook, and I'll see a picture. Boom! Mm. Or I'll just be a moment alone, a red light mm. where no one's looking,
2: mm-hmm.
5: and I let it go. I let it go a few times. I had no control over it on a bunch of interviews because mm. I keep talking about how much I will miss playing with him. Because mm-hmm. that was like one of the deepest things mm-hmm. I had in my art life. You yep. know, was yep. that that thing we did. Yep. And so mm. uh, that will not be back in my lifetime.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's that's- I break,
5: then the secret you know that thing about gratitude Mm -hmm. that mechanism it's a a mechanism it's a device and when i think about it in those terms i can play back decades of things that change the way my face looks back
2: (laughs) yeah Yeah.
5: i I have vivid vivid distinct memories of the different shows and the different eras Mm. uh, and our you know our best shows our rough shows wow we've done so many shows so many decades of shows that i can but and i'm 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 sort of mechanizing everything, which is part of my walking shock. But I think it has a benefit. It takes some of the mystery out of it. You go, this thing got snapped, this part got broken, yep. and you can't blame yourself because a lot of why people don't address their emotions more deeply is they're ashamed to admit they had them.
2: Beautiful.
5: Yep. Uh, and if you if you if you just say no, no, it's like the butterfly on my carb is stuck, mm-hmm. and you just got, oh, you just go, <laughs> gotta hit it with a little primer, clink, clink, clink. There it goes. You gotta yeah. free the lineup. Yeah. Uh, there's no way to be ashamed of a mechanical thing. Yeah, shame makes you not fix it because I'm ashamed of my car, I'm never taking it in.
0: Well, and 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 you know, I think you brought up a great thing because it is around shame that I think people end up spiraling into really, really dark places because. Right. You know, I mean, we're we're pretty lucky in our generation, you know, we've seen the ability to talk about our feelings and the, you know, the the, the warm and fuzzy part of our culture, you know, we're we're kind of okay with that, but uh, there are still, I mean, and well, you guys are men, though. You know, I mean, I, I'm guessing it's different for you than it is for women. Women are allowed to have their feelings. We're allowed, we're, we're expected to be emotional. Well,
4: like in the old days, Lucy could tell Ricky her feelings, right? But Ricky couldn't tell Lucy. Exactly, right.
0: exactly. And and even if you, you know, I mean. Growing up uh, as a little boy in this culture, you grew up as a little boy in this no. culture. oh, I'm oh, sorry, I, I
3: misunderstood. I It's <laughs> like, oh, I, I, so, I was
0: and and shame is part of that. You know, we're not allowed to you know say how we're feeling you oh know? i
3: i grew up in a a very sort of hippy dippy family yes in a very conservative town right so uh my parents were telling me i could feel whatever i wanted and then you'd go outside and then i would go outside and be beaten for crying <laughs> yeah it was it worked out very nicely lovely, for me yeah, in huh? that way um <laughs> but i think it doesn't matter where you are on the on the feeling scale and the revelation of feeling scale, Uh uh, I I think what really affects us in terms of shame is that we just don't uh, feel comfortable acknowledging Mm. the feeling. Because we're adults. It doesn't have to do with how, you know, our parents taught us all sorts of weird crap when we were kids and we're feeling everything for the first time. And now, you know... Every time I, I, I literally, I, if I have a misplaced comma after I send the tweet,
5: mm-hmm.
3: I have shame, and I have to take it down. I have to put up the new one because there were feelings around words that I, and and punctuation yes. that was in, <laughs> embedded in me, and it's it's so deep. The shame, yeah. Oh, the shame runs deep. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think, and and shame is about something's
0: wrong with me.
3: Yes, it's not I did something wrong. It's I, it's I got that wrong. I
5: am wrong. Yeah,
0: I am there was a horrible. comma. I am bad. I am bad. And it self compounds by <laughs>
5: the fact that you didn't speak up about it. Yes, and that means now you've just tripled the shame,
0: <laughs> and now well, you're no, ashamed to, of how ashamed lie. you are. <laughs> yeah,
5: it snowballs on you. Yeah, and can it? It can lead to you going into its own. It makes its own depression out yeah, of nothing.
0: I, I just pictured like you know those like the get smart doors. You know, it's like
5: yes. <laughs> instead of
0: them opening and you're leaving, it's like you're opening and you're going deeper and deeper yeah. down into some. F-
5: and they're closing behind <laughs> you. Yes, <laughs> yes, and yeah, you're,
0: you're getting walking more and more into alone. a prison. yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah,
5: beneath the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a technical reason why we don't fix things sooner. Is as we're ashamed to admit we did anything wrong because we you were raised, those people were raised in a culture that punishes you for being honest yes. and rewards liars.
0: Yeah. So the yeah, media shows I mean, yeah. you
5: that all the time.
0: Well, and there's and there's no, um, you know, I mean, the people who do well, you, you know, I mean, it's like you have to put this front up. Like I started with, you know, it's like it's all about progress and growth and success and aren't i the shiny wonderful leader you know and it's like i'm pretending i'm not even human and we're like yeah, yeah. we want that person you know no wonder politicians you know have right. their dicks in each other's our houses. culture our
3: culture <laughs> has a, a all right decades long possibly centuries long tradition of blaming the victim
0: yes and right. yes uh,
3: and assuming that the successful are anointed by god right or you know that that they somehow have have done everything right and they they for therefore win. What were and, those Native
5: Americans doing? Squatting on our property as that's we arrived? Right, that's <laughs> right. Them and their hey. skateboards and. <laughs> And, and spray and paint. Wacky and if you're and so hair. smart. Why aren't you rich?
3: Yes. C- come on. What? No. Right. To, I know a the, lot of really smart, really people. The game really isn't rigged people. that way. Yeah. The game. Yeah. No. The game is rigged so that rich yeah. people
5: are rich. When I think smart, <laughs> I think of Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine.
0: You know, he yeah. spells yeah. his name with a capital T.
4: <laughs>
3: I don't know what that means,
0: but he does. <laughs> well, well, it stands
3: for Trump, and it rhymes with P. And it st- that stands for pool.
4: Yes. <laughs> trouble in Trump City. Uh, we got towers.
0: God, yeah. I mean, one of the things I was thinking about, is, uh, is, it, is it your bit, Rick, where you talk about this, where um, uh, out-of-control growth and progress is actually cancer?
5: I say it in the terms of the selfishness factor. Right. Where uh, we, as hippies, were kind of linked hand, Christmas light, all blink at once kind of people. We connected a circuit as Uh. a species. And uh, we didn't all do it, but enough of us did it that stuff lit up. Right. And another version of us that became terrifying to certain industrial entities that has to keep everyone factioned and fighting didn't Mm -hmm. want to see, because, you know. Certain people hate the word socialism, you know. uh, Back 70 years ago, you know who hated socialism? (laughs) Nazis. (laughs) Nazis hated socialism because the socialists stomped them out like a fucking cigarette. Right. And so uh, I think we're coming around to seeing that your worst enemy has lied to you about how bad that word is. Mm -hmm. It's like a bank robber that takes over, hates the word, you know, SWAT. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, of course he hates it. He wants you to hate the word too. Yeah. Not that we don't, but I'm saying that we have a right now. We have a cultural turning point where people are starting to not be uh, uh, so much me people, but back to we people. And that's like cells in a body, because a cell that goes from we to me is the definition of cancer. Mm-hmm. And it's clever. It knows how to how to take over a lot of territory. Right. It's right. not long term smart because it kills its host right. and it dies when the host dies. It doesn't live on forever.
0: Yep. Yep. It's, the,
5: it's the only non-self-perpetuating cell you know yep
0: exactly at some point it just it, it kills the whole yeah. thing yeah it's born
5: to be stupid and mistaken
0: yeah yeah that's interesting yeah I'm trying to think about like the difference like in in trying to connect it to depression like you know part of part of that that dark goes dark narrow hallways you get into in your mind you know it you're you are so alone and it is that that voice that voice is such a, a cruel...
3: If I can connect it back to yeah. exactly what Rick was saying, I think depression is the cancer cell of thought process, of the mind, not yeah. of the brain, mm. but of the mind. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the thing that slowly takes over more and more thoughts and finds way, find ways to spread the darkness. Mm. so that,
5: It takes the psyche. You know,
3: it starts from the morning when I find out that a dear friend is sick, mm-hmm. right? And now I'm not feeling that well. I'm I'm starting to worry about it. And I I start to think about all the people that I've known and lost over the years. And by the end of the day, I look at a puppy. Mm -hmm. And I think, oh, man, that's going to die. And that kid is going to be miserable. Right, right. And that's like when you can get to that place. Right. When you can say, oh, man, look at this video of otters playing on the beach. (laughs) People are sending me videos of otters playing on the beach and the oceans are polluted (laughs) and there's plastic and why are they this is how they're going to spend their day and I've just whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. To Uh, me it seems
5: like the only way out of that is find something you did that helped others because you're immediately your brain gives you a little brownie stamp for doing that Mm. and it jumps you up a floor Mm -hmm. and if you do a lot of it you have zero excuse at all to have any contempt for yourself because too many people are grateful for you.
3: Mm. Hmm.
5: And your brain can't not acknowledge that. Part. Here's the sad thing about that. Oh, okay. And I'm sorry to do it <laughs> to you, man.
3: The most generous people I've known have continued to be
4: incredibly depressed in large
3: that, People who that, gave to charity all the time, who just kept true. doing for other people. And, they and just I want to thank all of them
4: doing. for helping me with my foot. Pic-
3: <laughs> You're quite
0: well, welcome. You know, I, I think there's something about that that, um, um, the people who are very generous, who who do go home, they're not as generous with themselves, and I think that's that's part of the loop you need to close. Well, isn't? they're right.
4: Mm-hmm. You know that that voice inside you, like you think to yourself, I've heard this happen before in my head, where you're, <laughs> and and maybe it's maybe it's not the you know uh, maybe what? it's not an absolute, <laughs> but um, how could that person be wrong? It's it's telling you mm. something, and well, it's got to be right. It's not. That's why reaching out is such a great thing, and being, and then t- tapping the great into gratitude, or, t- or like you said, helping someone else. Because mm-hmm. you know, it's because you know that voice, that cancer voice, yeah. can convince yeah. you. Uh,
5: but that, a, no, it, you're it, you're, it, you're really a not you that, that good. Ab- and sometimes it falls to objectivity. Yeah, to someone outside going, that's not a real thought. hmm That's right.
0: Yeah, not that's, a real thought. That, Shake them. That, that yeah. is very important. It's called reality testing. Yeah, and it's an essential part of it. And- I
3: wish, I wish I could believe that. I mean, Maybe the difference between sadness and clinical depression. I don't know, but I know that when I was at my most depressed, someone could say to me, "That's not a real thought." And there's a voice in my head going, "Well, of course he's going to say that. I owe him forty right. bucks." and this yeah. is, and yeah. this isn't—that this isn't, voice is right. This
0: isn't either or. This is, <laughs> you know? this is—we're talking um, about. We're putting the whole. This is a big when, salad when bowl here, it, yeah. and absolutely, because I do believe that there are some people whose brains are no longer capable of shooting enough endorphins into their being mm-hmm. to, for them to fucking get out of bed. Right, and you need real chemical support Eight for that. Eight months
3: after I started taking uh, Paxil, which is what I am on. Uh huh. And now I'm fighting the urge to do like twenty jokes that I have on that that don't matter to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> About eight, eight months, eight or ten months after I started taking Paxil, my shrink had said, "Call me after eight or ten months," or, uh. and I was on one pill a night. Right? And he said, "Okay, good." So it's been eight to ten months. I said, "Yeah." He said, uh, "I want you to cut back by a quarter pill. We're going to start weaning you off." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Okay." And I. Two days later, I called him, and I said, listen, tell me if this makes any sense. I've cut back to three quarters of a pill a night, and I'm driving somewhere, and I'm figuring out what I'm going to be angry about when I get there. And I remember this feeling. I used to do this all the time. Uh, I haven't done this in months. uh, And a a Mercedes cut me off, and I was thinking about whether I should cut it off and then slow way down. (laughs) Like, his behavior is somehow affecting me. And I was planning the argument I was going to have with the person at the front desk about validation of parking. And I found a parking space, and then I was annoyed because I couldn't have that argument. And in the elevator, I realized that all the darkness on the planet is gathering up in the corners of my spine and racing toward the crevices of my brain right now. Does that make any sense? (laughs) And he said, and you're saying this was your first depression we were treating you for? And I said, no. Mm. And he said, what? And I said, no, I'm... Pressed a lot over my life. He said, okay, stay on it. Go back up to a full pill a night. Apparently, you we're exquisitely attuned to this drug. Don't get off the drug. Right. Stay on the. Yeah. D- yeah. And
0: yeah.
3: I've been on it now for I guess four or five years, mm-hmm. and the depression comes back and goes away, and, comes, and sometimes I have to up it by a quarter of a pill for a day, and uh-huh. then it goes away again. Uh-huh. And I am constantly alert for: is there any cha- Is there does this right. need to be remit? But. Every time I hear people, and I, I've been hearing it a lot on the radio, it's a, it seems to be a, a, a thing that people ask me once I start talking about depression. There seems to be this real belief, and it's a belief that I used to hold, that people who are depressed should just be able to think their way out of it.
0: Oh, yeah, no. If you just stop that yeah.
3: thought before it goes too far. If you just have some friend tell you when you've stopped showering
0: and and and, but, the, and the thing is is that I've never been medicated and I am one of those people that have been able to use talk therapy to get out of my depressions. I have
3: in the past as well
0: yeah and then that didn't and, work. and you know and, and and I've dealt with you know a lot of grief in my life and, and gone through that and 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 you know in high school I was very close to some suicidal ideations got myself stuck in some situations um, and was and was pretty depressed and you know and doing a lot of drugs does not help it cocaine does no. not fucking help no. that part of the brain at all serotonin's uh, gone yeah it, it's gone it fries your brain um but i you know so so there's so that's what i was saying earlier you know there's a big gray uh, there's a big spectrum here of people and yes there's absolutely but it's people all gray it's a, it's a
5: monochrome <laughs> no. spectrum 50 shades well just right. just for
0: today's conversation <laughs> it is because we're, <laughs> we're going everywhere from ennui to despair darling that's
5: what they call a bright sunny scottish
3: day <laughs> that's
0: right by the way from ennui Bear was
3: the uh, the name of my first album.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and and so, you know, and so uh, so I'm 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 just I'm wanting to what do you want? to include the conversation people listening out there to like, you know, maybe you're not a medication, you don't need medication, but maybe you do need some reality checking, you know, which is what I need. I go to my therapist once a week Thank or, God. I, or I look at my husband Bob, or you know, and void. I'll say um because I, I have anxiety disorder you know I'm I'm like you I have an anxiety disorder also and that's always been you know when you have the anxiety depression it comes together it's really fun it's kind of like <laughs> right, a right. it's two for like it. it's really exciting Seriously? oh my god it's like oh it's way cheaper depression than anything depression sleepovers
4: else. are the best are they
0: the best totally for real. and then you get all anxious and you have to go home early and call your call your mom to pick you up because you're afraid you're going to pee in the bed oh I'm sorry Did <laughs> I just reveal right. too much <laughs> what?
3: depression sleepover come on it'll be fun we'll have a pillow hold
4: <laughs> right.
3: We'll have group weeping.
5: <laughs> yeah, we'll play hide and cry.
3: We'll play spin the bottle if we can get it away
0: from Sally.
5: Pin the tail on your issue. <laughs> on your issue.
0: <laughs> well, and and so I think there is also, I mean, I know for my anxiety disorder, reality testing was really important for me too because when like, ha- what
4: year is it, Kelly? It's not, no, wait, wait, when not, you say not that far. All right.
0: uh, Because I had panic attack <clears throat> disorder, I oh. thought I was always dying. Right, right. So I walk around a lot, pretty much convinced, every little ache and pain in my body, I am dying. Right. Um, and I've been convinced since I was 15 that I was having a heart attack. You uh-huh. know? So that's uh-huh. a fun one. Uh, and so I, like, I'll like i say to Bob like something like, okay, so I'm, I'm going to go now, but I'm feeling a little anxious, feeling a little tight in my chest. And Bob will be like, you're perfectly okay, Kelly you're fine. You're going to be fine. And that's all I need to hear because I just need that's like good. the other, I don't need the, I need the outside voices, yeah. not the inside that's voices right. yeah, there you yeah, go. to that's tell true. me what reality is. And, and I'm lucky that with my, you know, I mean, and, Real true depression, and I'm with you on that, Dylan. I mean, like the, the definition of clinical depression is there's no words anybody can say to you if you're in a clinical depression. There's no just put your chin up and, and call oh, someone and be of service at an AA <clears throat> meeting and you'll be fine because you can't even fucking brush your teeth or get out of bed. I've never
4: even bathing in those words, though. Is there is there something about Oh, in a possibly... clinical depression there is no
3: bathing. <laughs> no bathing. Yeah,
0: no, bathing is out. <laughs> and, and and not
4: in words.
3: That's another as well. sign
0: for me. Sleeping and I don't really want to take a shower. Yeah. Yeah, shower. showering.
4: That's I think that's that's funny. It gives you, you know, like a showering. frothy.
0: Showering. I just I want to be more French today. <laughs> gonna I'm going to be stinky and take... French. I would have to
4: stand for like 4
3: minutes. I would. <laughs> uh no, I get. Wash my
0: hair. I used to say
3: on stage many years ago. Uh, you may or may not remember we were getting for a while medical advice from the president's wife, who was a chiseled head on a stick. Do you remember this? The and, bobblehead, and she said uh, that the answer to our nation's addiction problem was just, just say, say no, no. Yes, which I is very much her. like trying to clear to cure clinical depression
5: with just cheer up. <laughs>
3: it's, <laughs> it's, it's a there great go. line. It's, it's not going
5: to solve the problem. No, and I and I never meant to suggest that it works everywhere, but I I'm saying this works for people who. Have noticed something even accurately, and it's just <laughs> echoing and pinging and yeah, ricocheting like yeah. a 22 all around yeah. inside them. As the, we can echo loop, our culture doesn't really soothe you anymore as much as you think it's oh i just like to relax and get away and watch game of thrones where we throw a (laughs) a kid off the roof and then you know everyone good dies with a sword in the eye Uh, and only the bad ones live on and uh, bad bad winning everywhere there's some accurate reasons to be all day kind of we are all i think trauma victims to one and we are all ptsd because this is a, a, a kind of a toxic snake of a media culture right mm-hmm. now that loves our distress to sell oh, us, yes. to sell us the remedy. You know, mm-hmm. they they make you sicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I I believe some of my friends' lives have been saved by these antidepressants, and yeah. I have lost a few friends to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've For seen sure. both sides of this flipping yeah. coin, and it has you know, and it has <laughs> a, a profound effect on either side of that coin. For sure, it really, Absolutely. really does one or the other. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think one of the important things here is you know we're all lucky because we're pretty self-aware. We we kind of know our internal territory. We're mm. you know we've we've watched it, we've seen it. We kind of know our edges and when we need to reach out and when we're doing okay. And you know like how you're dealing with the grief, Rick. You know it's like you know like I know what I need for this. You know, and I need I need to do this much, and then I go over here and I cry, and then I need to do this much, and then I go over here and do this. I meet and it out yeah, exactly, and. And, you know, we're lucky. We're lucky because there's a, I'd say the majority of the people walking around have no idea about their internal life, their emotional life, why they're feeling what they're feeling. You know, is it, is it them? Are they walking around numb because it's them or because they're in a horrible situation or, you know? And,
4: and if there's a culture of shame uh, towards that type of like thing, you know, yes. or, or uh, you know, um, uh, a, a vilifying of therapy, or mm-hmm. you know, even like an under the breath thing, like, "Well, therapy—that's just very self-absorbed." I mean, you wouldn't talk about yourself everywhere. Like, uh, I, I need this is this helps. It's, it gives me the tools that you might not have. You know, no, I go on stage yeah. and talk about myself yeah. for a living.
3: I go to you know, the therapy yeah, and talk about to my do, parents. Yeah,
0: right. right exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and the culture. I mean, the, you know, you think about the fundamentalist religious cultures. You know that these you know you're all you need to do is pray it away right you know and and so many people i know like a lot of the people that ironically worship my father now are people who got <laughs> over their their personal religions <coughs> because you know he he had some great things to say about that and he he brought some truth to it and a lot of those people that felt very insane when they were in their family around that fundamentalism Mm. because they were being told that they were crazy because they weren't fitting into this pattern, Because they didn't
3: believe these things they were told, which is the real danger of our society, which tells us we're in a class and tells us is that people get locked into roles Mm -hmm. and behave in those roles for
5: years, for decades. Family last names, bloodlines of people doing the wrong fucking job for their type of personality you yeah. know, as opposed to you uh, you do your passion and find a way to make a living at it, that kind of thing. That has mostly not happened.
0: Yeah, Well, for sure. I mean, that's and what we were talking about though, since the beginning of the industrial age. I mean, it's like, you know, in uh, put tab A in i I've B. been running, running
3: this hardware store. <laughs> For 35 years since my father died. What are those in the back? Oh, those are just some notebooks full of poetry I've been writing. But I'm, I am so proud of our selection of nuts
0: and bolts over here. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah, the hidden artist Yeah, And everyone. That's right. Absolutely. And not that everyone was genetically made to be an artist, but the uh, I can get why someone who has a sort of metropolis, clock face, arm moving job mm. would not want to... Uh, <laughs> You know, shitty steam engine lever guy in the, the movie set there would, would be resentful for the guy who has sort of does a play and everyone's clapping and they like him and everything like that because uh, the hand of dice you got thrown yeah. and, and not believing from birth that that was your destiny. Right. Because most everyone that hates it would trade in a second to do it. Yep. And that's to be oneself. And I think it's, the more you're yourself uh, doing what you love somehow, mm. you see? and that's why I'm also convinced... Art saves you from depression mm. to some point, as much as depressed as artists can be. Mm-hmm. It also, it's it's the reason I want to create one more thing, and I have to be alive tomorrow to do that.
4: Right, right, right. There's, I've got too much to do.
5: And I'm, I'm too addicted to the sensation of how I feel when I'm doing
3: it. I used to genuinely believe, and it was a, a self-preservation mechanism that I realize now I created for myself. Mm-hmm. I genuinely believed that depression was... My brain doesn't have time to deal with the world because it's writing my next book. Mm. It's writing my next screenplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then, you know, at some point I'm gonna sit down and just write a thing and then I'll be better. Right. And then I would sit down and write a thing. I'd spend would three you... days just sweating and yeah. smoking and not sleeping. And then I would feel I would have that moment of, oh, look how heavy it is. Look what I did. And then if one person said they didn't like it, I, you know, back, whoosh, I'm right. back into it. Back into it. But mm-hmm. I, that would just keep me alive through it. it was, yeah. It's okay. just You just have to hold on for another couple of days. Your brain is figuring it out. It's writing something. It's writing something. It's writing something.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: But that was absolutely sort of post-hoke creation for myself. I, I've had depressions and I've written things. We'll say that the one is necessary for the other. Yeah. Then, then I can live through that one to get to that one.
0: Well, it, it is. I mean, I, I wonder. I, I don't know the statistics on this, but you know, four. our our artists, yeah, just the number
3: four,
4: <laughs> four, okay,
0: four. I, we don't know what four. Four out of every four, four out, of out of every, every seven. Th- there you go. Four out of don't. every seven don't.
4: That's there it is. <laughs>
3: This has been brought to you by the Department of Statistics and Analysis. Four out of every seven don't. (laughs) And Trident Gum. And.
0: Praise Jesus,
4: <laughs> and the void.
0: Um, before we end, I just wanted to touch. What? I know, I know. Come side on, of, this is fun. Side talking effects about of touching depression. before you end. Fun talking include. about. Yeah, talk about. Boy, did I choose a right word there.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I want to talk a little bit about comedy and depression.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, Hysterical,
0: right?
4: <laughs>
3: is
0: there a correlation?
3: I think correlation, not causality correct i think i think people people who are naturally funny in large part are the same people who are prying apart their world to see it in ways that everybody else doesn't which allows them to see hypocrisies and uh, there's correlation between gifted and humor and gifted and depressive Mm -hmm. so there's bound to be a ton of overlap between comedy (laughs) and depression and then uh jerry seinfeld <laughs> you know, yes, they come he along. Is the anomaly. Yes. There For are sure. people who
5: show up and are not depressed. It's not required. <laughs> yeah, funny, but it's it's a, it's a childhood survival skill. Yeah, because something went wrong when you were little, and from that point on, you are trying to figure out what went wrong and how do I blend back in. It's a misfits gift.
0: and the adults around you all modeled it too, because I I think there's you know, there's something we learn our humor from our parents also and, and I think there's a genetic component to it, I really do. But And television. And and, TV. and, TV. and oh, television. that helped. But <laughs> helped I, I I also I agree with you, Dylan, about that <laughs> thing about the um you know i believe the the comics true um purpose is to stand aside from the culture to comment on it obviously and when you stand aside from the culture you become alone
5: mm-hmm.
0: and when you're alone it can get dark <laughs> right
5: and that we're going back to childhood again yeah yeah and you're 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 working on the thing you did when you were alone as a kid mm mm-hmm. mhm you start doing silly things just to amuse yourself, and then figure out if you can aim it outward.
0: Yeah, and then but there's also the defense mechanism of humor that people use it completely to never feel anything. I mean, there's there's people that cannot turn it off, <laughs> and just you know they use it constantly to shield, defend, shield, defend, shield, defend, and um, somewhere somehow you know darker emotions have to uh, be present and live somewhere there's a
3: conversation i had with my father several years ago about the aloneness of the comic i didn't know it was about the aloneness of the comic until later when i sort of really backtracked on what it was Uh, i went to mit to roast my father because i kind of have a cool adulthood um (laughs) and uh it went very well (laughs) And then the next day I was in a car with my dad and I knew it had gone very well. He had everyone had enjoyed themselves and there was a lot of laughing and what a genius your son is and all the stuff that it makes a dad happy and I honored him and I made him laugh. It was all good. And there was a silence and I said, okay, why do I keep wanting to fish for more compliments about last night? And he said, because when you're performing, you are the object of someone else's experience. You are no longer the subject of your own experience, mm. and every, and th- that took a lot of unwrapping for mm-hmm. me over months. And what I came to is this: not only is that true, exactly as he stated it, but it goes further. Everybody in the room Has just shared an experience They think they've shared An experience with you Yes But that's exactly What didn't happen Right They shared an experience Amongst themselves That was entirely different From the experience You were having All alone on the stage For sure They're a whole group of people Sitting in the dark Laughing <laughs> together Hearing <laughs> jokes for the first time And having these surprise moments Going on in their head Yeah <laughs> and, right. and this
0: collective thing Is happening While well, you're standing
3: on stage Thinking Oh I got that in the wrong order I gotta keep track of that For the callback later <laughs> on <laughs> yeah. and, Uh oh, oh Oh, we're getting into this thing. Got to keep track of my tongue for a minute because this has a lot of T's in it before I get to the punchline. And boom. Second to breathe. They're
0: sharing an experience. Yeah, right, right. You've got a
3: second to figure out the next couple of seconds. <laughs> and then they come up to you afterwards and they want to converse because they think they were in the room with you.
0: Yes. They think they know yes. you.
3: And you're standing having conversation with conversation after person where you're not having the same conversation, yeah. but everyone else thinks you are. Yeah. Mm. And as a result of that, and then you go back to your hotel room.
0: Yeah, by you yourself. know, I can see how, yep. how
3: comics might get a little sad. Yeah.
5: <laughs> well, if you're you're getting hit with that much, like giant Trader Joe's bulk scoop anonymous <laughs> splash of love on top of your head, and then you go bins empty when you get home. I could have used like I could use a steady stream of four or five groups of four or five at once rotating into my room for the rest of the night, telling me how great I am until the sun's up. That was
4: awesome, Rick. That was awesome.
3: Dan Burton put up a small stage in his house, and he said, you know what I got over at my place? Stage time.
4: And <laughs> uh, he kind of meant it. You'd
3: show up and he'd go, hey, i got to show you a new He'd walk up on his thing to tell you his new joke. <laughs> oh, oh, you man. built a little thing.
4: You raised yourself up a little. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> you love you that. Elevated. Seven, eight inches up above the ground. <laughs> a <riser>. Above them.
0: <laughs> oh, I now want to do a short film of this where it's like the guy goes back to the room and he's got four or five people coming through. And then yeah. it's just down to one person and finally someone. And he's just starting to doze off and he's like... You are great, or something. Just yeah. a whisper in the sleep. You can find oh, anything. <laughs> oh, you know I, 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 thought,
5: I thought of the title for it. It's called "I Wish I Could, I could Take You All Home With Me." Now.
0: Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Absolutely. All right. So we solved absolutely nothing here today again. Which is always my hope for these shows is that um, we've just added to the complete perplexity of the planet.
5: (laughs) We just made it worse. Well, I feel better. (laughs) Yes.
0: So, But basically, we've had the reverse experience of what Dylan just experienced. We all feel great here on the panel, and we've left you you people.
5: Are you all sad? My work here is done. Is everybody sad? (laughs) (laughs) You did well. You did
3: well. (laughs) I'll be performing stand-up tragedy at uh, in Las Vegas next week.
5: At the Boo Hoo Room. <laughs> right.
0: And I'll be feeling great about it when I leave the stage. <laughs> I love that. Uh, stand-up tragedy. Yeah. That's just the rest of life, right? No. Um, okay.
3: Uh, so Welcome
0: uh,
5: to Bummers, everybody. Hey,
3: bummers. <laughs> Two guys walk into a bar, they're still there. They're still
2: there.
5: <laughs> they get into a knife fight, one of them kills the other one. The guy's like in prison for life. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Good night. Thank you and good night. Uh, uh, <laughs> My dad's in hospice. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
3: <Right>. Drive drunk.
5: <laughs> hey, what up with eye cancer, peoples?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Why do the bills keep coming in? <sighs> they, seem to, they don't stop. They just seem to. Yes. <laughs>
0: Never the good mail. Just the bad mail comes <laughs> in. the
3: <mail's> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks bad for coming mail. to Vegas. You're not going to win. <laughs>
2: just give
0: me your money right now it's all right uh wonderful 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 uh so um the music on today's show uh was brought to you by the paul and john uh and and the name of the album is uh inner sunset and please go to itunes and download it and purchase it because it's a great album and i want to thank everyone for coming by and um making me less depressed uh thank you dylan brody
3: thank you kelly carlin may i call you kelly carlin <laughs> you
0: may yes uh thank you chris bono bono what? bono 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 it's bono, bono. bono, bono
4: okay bono, 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 now i'm gonna bono, go home bono, and get
0: depressed
2: bono. about
4: the bono thing <laughs> so funny. throw me to a spin <laughs> and
0: thank you uh mr brick overton thank
4: you sister kale
0: and we all, we would all like to thank mr logan Haftel for pushing the buttons the, and, uh, swiggling the swiggles and, um, and, um, um, going on a horn. I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> and, um, uh, next week we're going to have a podcast. I have no idea what the fuck it's about yet. I don't know. have a, I don't have any, uh, a guest. I don't have anything lined up, but, um, that'll change probably. Uh, so. Could you get
4: that guy who wrote the songs from once?
0: Oh, Glenn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes, cool. I'll work on that. Yeah. I saw him at the bowl last month. Actually, oh, pretty yeah. fabulous. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, and I want to thank uh, Kevin Smith at Smodcast, and uh, I want to thank all the Facebook people who did support me through the uh, transition period of the Facebook group. And um,
4: those are some great posts you put up. Thank you,
0: darling. I'm and like... um, and why not? Let's just thank the baby Jesus. And um, and that's it. Good night, everyone.
5: Good night. Bye.
0: Bye.
3: (laughs) And special guest, the baby (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) He won't stop crying. Much of his better work came later in his life. Mary,
5: you change him. (laughs) This this recording is free for us to use.
1: all been spent You worked hard to feed yourself and pay the rent You had energy but you don't know where it went But all that'll keep In this quiet time you need to reflect Cause tomorrow you don't know what to expect You Got dreams to dream and thoughts to collect But first get some sleep It was fun but now the day's has gotten old But the moon can stir your heart and your soul So let it win, it's sundown within Let it begin, it's sundown within